When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today is Friday, October 21st, and this is Celtics Beat on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider of audio-video coverage of the Boston Celtics. I'm Adam Kaufman. Episode 483 featuring former Celtic Tony Allen is powered by BetOnline.ag. Go to BetOnline.ag today. Use the promo code CLNS50 for a 50% bonus on your first deposit. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a new Celtics beat. One game in, that means real basketball to talk about. The preseason behind us, games underway, the Celtics want to know. But honestly, it's not so much about the now as it is the past as well. Adam Kaufman, Evan Valenti, we're always here. But today, a very special treat. If you're watching, you see him already. A former Celtic, a fan favorite, a champion, first team all defense. The man Kobe Bryant said was the best defender who ever faced him. Tony Allen, what's up, man? Hey, nothing much, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Thanks for hopping back on with us. Yeah, I mean, you were on with us a couple of years ago, so obviously you didn't totally hate it to come back, so we appreciate that. <laughs> no, it's all good. What, uh, well, I mean, before we get into, obviously, talking about you and your career and, and the Celtics and what they got going on right now, what have you been up to? What's going on? Man, a lot of retired life. You know, I'm still scheduled every day, getting up, working out, things of that nature. You know, throw them up, tackle in the backyard, and just playing one-on-one with my sons. And, you know, just having I was looking, man, like I, I just sort of, you know, I, I I remember, obviously, your playing career so well, and especially the Boston years, but Memphis as well, and all so much fun to watch. But what, what sort of took me back is I, I can't believe it's – been what four going on five years since you retired like that's amazing to me how quickly is this flying by for you yeah flat by fast with my oldest daughter we graduated from college you know so shout out to my daughter wow congrats she graduated and um i look back and i you know i call home and check on ken folks and he's just seeing everybody getting older and older and it's like man I'm up. I'm getting wise, and I'm enjoying it, man. I can't say that. How long does it take before you're just out of the routine? You know what I mean, where where you don't miss it all as much as you did, and and you know your body's so tuned to the 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 midday naps, pregame naps, and the the morning workouts and everything. Like I'm sure you still keep yourself in shape and everything, but it's a totally different in shape than game shape and and in season and all of that. Definitely, I'm definitely not in the best shape in the world right now but i can't say i'm in shape from running around the house want to play football outside things of that nature those little fellas man because they can run all day so yeah big shout out to my son andre as well it's amazing it is endless energy little kids is there like is there any pressure on uta as a former nba player to have your kids be awesome at basketball too because like you're looking around like i felt that's kind of old 
the other day, like I saw Paige's story. Akovich's kid is like a big time prospect, and he's going to go to like Kentucky or something like that. Is there any pressure on you to? I mean, they got to be at least good at defense, right? I told my wife this. I said, um, I got to get somebody else to train. I got to get somebody else to be hard on them, like Joe Jackson. <laughs> right. I, I, I like, Joe I know Jackson. I'm hard on them. Like, yeah, I'm going to be hard on them. I, I could tell already because, like, I have maybe head fakes, and he want to hurry up and swing through real fast without <laughs> putting the head fake in. At the, like, you know what? <laughs> Let's get to this structure there because it ain't going to be me. I, I, it's, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 uh, my son could be great if he wants. I ain't pressuring him. I ain't putting no pressure on him. Uh, but I can say some video to show the, show the, the live right now. My little son, he actually got, got like the Fisher's Price room. The one that go outside yeah. is sitting over there in the living room. He been shooting. So uh if if anybody who who I put the pressure on, maybe my loves it. Like I say, he looks he looks up every day and tell me and say, Hey dad, dad put on the Tony Allen. He can watch all of them on YouTube. So uh Well yeah, we're we were talking about really, this. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say not really worried whether they play basketball or not, but if they love it. And, you know, you know, I give them some pointers, but I ain't no pressure. Ain't no pressure. Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the video. Like, obviously, Jason Tatum's still a really young guy. He hasn't even hit his prime and all of that. But, like, his son, Deuce, is with him all the time. He's at games. He's always like, in the media. The people around Boston love him. But he put out a video, I think, on his Instagram, right, Ev, of, of Deuce just, like, hitting step backs in his bedroom. He's blowing jab steps at, at, at Dad and, like, putting, sinking it in his eye. It's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I, could, I could relate. I'm knowing when they see it, they uh, had a good friend, Eddie House, won a championship with Eddie House. Yeah. His son, Jalen, game. I mean, in late night games, <laughs> games that were on TV, come on late at night, he went up and see him playing in college now, you know, with a chance to go to the NBA. And I mean, once you're around, it's like a, it's almost like a snowball effect. It's going to hit you. And you you just got to be ready to do it if you love it. 110 percent. That's all I could just tell him. No. I'm gonna. You're gonna have to tell E House to hop on this show with us at some point. We'll just. We'll make. You know what it is? Because like you've been on a couple times. Perk's been on. We've talked to Scal. Obviously, he's working in the Boston media now. Like we need. Let screw the current. Let's just make this like a a, a 2000. You know, seven oh eight on through the like yeah, the, the I miss new those big guys. three era Celtics team podcast. Always. I would love. Love that to happen, man. I, w- I would love to see um, Scott, Scott Pollard, man. Yeah, <laughs> where is Scott Pollard? Back. Man, uh, you know, Sam. Uh, you know, I always talk to Paul. I always talk to Ticket uh, here and now, you know. But it, it'll be good to get Ray and all everybody in one room, man. That too, you know. Seems while, like man. progress has been made there, though, right? I mean, they were all there at, uh, yeah, you know. Just, yeah, yeah. Everybody keep keeping to them, I'm sure. Now, you know, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing going on. But are we all in for that, man? We need to campaign that. You got to yeah, talk we'll, to me we'll about the. Right uh, here. We're, we're on it. We're going yeah, to help yeah, it together right now. We'll be the, the campaign for it. Yeah, we get, yeah. 
I know like we've gone down a rabbit hole, but like uh, you gotta, you gotta talk to me about the Scott Pollard thing, because I like, I, I don't know Scott Pollard at all, obviously. And, and you know him well, but what, what always, I, I always find this interesting is that when, when we talk to, you know, like guys like you guys that were with the team in that era and reminiscing and telling stories and multiple documentaries have, have come out about that team and the champion success and everything. It's, Scott Pollard seems like sort of that like unsung, really popular guy on that team that that is just way more popular amongst all of you than than you would think. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he comes with the hairstyles. You know, he, he just it's his whole charisma to put together. I like most importantly about Scott uh, his work ethic every day. It was like the game play hard. He said fat with his men, you know, cheerful for us. I, and I picked that up from him. And it was like, yo, Doc might not even play him for like four, five games. Who get in there? He plays it like it's his last. And, uh, and, and I always ooh, got a chance to post champagne on him in the championship locker room. Man, that's Scott, man. Got yeah, people will up. Definitely a rock star. People weighing in, watching the show on YouTube. Uh, you know, it's, can't talk about Tony Allen without mentioning grit. People are saying much love for TA. Someone says the real forty-two. Sorry to Al Horford. You know, you gotta, you gotta love how. Oh, just, no. no, no, but true, like truly, you gotta love how beloved. You know, not only you were obviously, but you continue to be around Boston all these years later. Yeah, man. Um, you know, my wife can't. I can't go nowhere. But had it in my heart. It's in my heart all the way, man. So I understand the grind. But it started from being town Boston, baby. Yeah, it's it's always it's always fun reconnecting with with older players. But like you know, to have an impact like you've had, um, you know, over the years, you know, every you were a fan favorite, and it, it's the energy, it's the hustle, it's the grits, all that stuff, and not to. It seems like it's contagious, and and we have found our next guy in Marcus Smart. You know, the the guy that just leaves it all on the floor, doesn't really, you know, matter what day of the week it is, what time the game is. You know, you're getting 150 percent from that guy. And I found it very interesting, TA, that you know Smart wins Defensive Player of the Year, and then they ask like Pat Bev, you know, how he felt about it, and Pat felt a little jealous in one one regard, but at the same time, it's like it's finally it's about time they gave it to a guard. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Are you more happy that they finally gave a guard the Defensive Player of the Year award, or are you more like, well, hey man, like I should have won that thing years ago? No, for so many for reasons now that like I think a guard should have won a long time ago. Like we pay, like guys like myself that paid the way for guys like him, him to get. I'm just happy that he took that style of play, fought fishing, you know, get the intangibles, dabbing on the loose, dabbing for the losing ball, 50. He wears so well. You get what I'm saying? And plus, he's from Oklahoma State as well. So, you know, that's out of school anyway. But uh, I thought it was time anyway, man. Yeah, I probably could have won it. Marcus win it. You know what I mean? Knowing that, you know, he wears that defensive mentality. It's like every team needs that type of guy. And uh, what makes him so great, great at winning, I'm open. Three, 
three point wise neither. So he's he's the epitome of the three D in today's area. And I was I was excited. I was excited. About time for a garden guy. I, I don't think, think nobody wanted since, since GP. GP was the last guy to do it. GP, yeah, see what I'm saying? So yeah. however many years that was, shout out to uh Marcus Smart for that. And uh should be run up again for this year. How closely are you, uh, you know, watching the league th- these days? Like, are, are you up at night after the kids go to bed, putting on league pass and, and watching around the, you know, just, just yeah. sort of surfing around, seeing what's going on or watching a game of the week or whatever? Or are you, you know, have you taken a step back from it all? No, nah, but I will say I love watching basketball. And um, it'd be some nights I'd be on half of these games, but his mom's always putting them to bed. But, yeah, I'm the guy that's watching each and every, you know, stand up late, watching the Lakers and watching whoever on the West Coast that's playing. What do you think of your old team? You know, obviously we have plenty of questions about Boston and thoughts on what's going on with the Celtics these last couple of years in particular, you know, falling short in the finals last year and and being among the hunted now this year going for the championship. But as as an outsider, but a guy who's been there, clearly, what, you know, what's your perception of, of Boston's chances and the culture they're building right now. Well, uh, they show uh, some big time players, man. Um, speaking of Jason Tatum, uh, with him, um, he's been one of the guys who you got to put a lot of respect on his name. Uh, been battle tested, you know, kind of fell short in the finals, but I think that's driven him even stronger. You saw how he finished on over. Open the night with 35 points. That was big. I mean, as you know, who get to that level, you know, they they just be, you know, done for it. But this guy, look like, and um, right alongside with Jalen Brown, he had that same mentality yesterday. Those guys come mentality, and uh, it's contagious. It get guys like, like Grant Williams wide open, ready. They do so much work offensively. Uh, as we know about Marcus Smart, we just the three and D swagger so well, but this new addition with um, um uh, Mal, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, they they top heavy when when when, when um, so I, I like them. I see them back back in the finals for sure. No one's no one's as well equipped as them, I believe. And just tasting that success, I'm more hungry. I think there are so many interesting parallels between where the Celtics are at now versus, you know, obviously where they were when you were there in terms of the ascension and the years it took to build. And and obviously, like, you know, you guys, there was a little bit of the, you know, like the the tanking earlier on. Don't bring it up. No, 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 no. I I know. There was a little bit then. There's there's none of it now. But then you guys were able to get into it. No, hey, you want a ring? Who cares? It's no, all good. But, no, but that's, what I, no, but that's what I mean. I'm, go, I'm going somewhere with this. So, like, you you know, like you guys win a championship. You guys win a championship, and then, you know, you fall short after the fact, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it was that that defensive culture that guided you, not unlike what we see right now. Uh, but another area that that is a parallel in some ways is kind of, like you mentioned Jalen Brown. He, he had the 35 points opening night, and, and is he continues to be – on the ascent, but one of the big offseason stories, obviously, was like, are they going to deal him for Kevin Durant? He's been mentioned in trade rumors in the past for Anthony Davis, for Kawhi Leonard, and I wasn't even really thinking about it 
until you were sitting here with us, but the Ray Allen comparison, like obviously Jalen's on the upswing, Ray's best years were behind him at that point, but he was still, you know, a, a really strong player, a contributor, part of the, you know, the, the big three, the, the, you know, the figureheads of that team, but continually was in trade rumors. Danny Ainge, I mean, he was trying to trade him at multiple points until Ray finally, and you could take us behind the scenes, but Ray finally was like, you know what, like, I'm good, I'm out, and he goes to Miami, and then everything that happened after that. But how does how does what you experienced then with Ray sort of compare to what we're now seeing with Jalen trying to put this stuff behind him? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously they got a lot of stuff they need to climb it up right now. But if you specifically compare, you know, the times with Ray, well, I think it was, it was a situation where, yeah, I was gone by then. Anyway, let's get that clip. On the outside mm-hmm. And I think Ray either wanted to start or he wanted, he was making. It was some tricky to that speed. Here in this situation, Jalen probably underpaid. It ain't no situation where Jalen Brown got to be like, I mean, not do that. He didn't already show and prove in the finals. They fell short. Had a, a great. Uh, he's a high commodity. Period. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. the times that they was talking about, he was on a. He was really on the end of his career. You know, the games like the game that just compares to the game. Ray Allen had when he was in Seattle. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. They had, they had two different levels in their career. So, I mean, let the trade rumors come. It, it, guys like him, the way he, he built, he hit that, probably go to the gym later on in the night and come back. The next, I could see it in him. Don't know him personally, but the way he played, the way he's improved his game from, I've been watching him, man. man he, he, he's a bucket. He's the walking bucket. So, any team, I'll trade them. They can get better value for them. Trust me, the team that's 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 receiving guys like him mentally tough though. So you could tell. So if you're you know if you're Jalen and and you specifically like having been there, having done it, having heard your name, it's like just the sooner you realize it's a business, the better. None of it matters is kind of what you're saying. What? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, <laughs> myself, my name on the trade block a few. Times you know I I round trade I'm gonna tell you a joke round trade oh, he could he could vouch for this like right when the rumors start when you hear the first rumor I used to go to to um, shoot around with my phone <laughs> so I, I look at Mark I say man you ain't heard nothing anything going on and he'll say something back like no and I pull out my phone I tell him don't, don't worry about it. let me call my age. <laughs> I put my phone out of my tights. <laughs> Man, I always have markers. I tried to always make a mockery of it if I, if you know, if I heard it. But, but you know, a lot of rumors, those type of rumors, I ain't gonna lie. I, I didn't see athletes, you know, folk shy away from, you know, playing good so they won't, won't get traded. <laughs> Whatever the case may be, but like I tell you, in this situation, man, anybody will trust. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm Wick or Steve or any one of the owners. I'm just getting the blank check ready for Jalen to sign whenever he wants to sign it because it's just you can't. <laughs> right. <it's> like, <laughs> Come 
Like it's just just hand him the check. We're done here. Like this this is nothing for me. Like I I the to have like this is like Tony. This is what you want, right? You want like just play GM for just a second. Is there anything oh. more valuable than to have two two twenty four twenty five year old guys who can both score twenty five and twenty eight a game every night? Who mm-hmm. bring it on the defensive end of the floor every single night? Isn't that what you want? Like in this league, don't you want to have two guys like that? Is there anything more valuable than that in your opinion? It's it's just sound funny to me, honestly. To, if, to even make that trade, the rank for Brown. Because uh, uh, that'd be on the rant part. That'd be like I'm steady going to the winning team that beat me. I'm steady going to the winning team. That, that what that look like. But uh, if I'm Jalen, uh, I'm, I'm I'm always know I'm always know what I bring to the table. Uh, I know my growth and man, you know everything else take care of itself. But if I'm the GM. I'm definitely. I don't want no other offers, and uh, I want to see what my team look like, healthy as possible. I got some money. He's definitely motivated to play even hard. <laughs> so who knows? That'd be a great thing. <laughs> we'll get right back to Tony having a ton of fun with him. First, want to tell you about our good friends, our partners, our sponsors at Bet Online. Basketball, of course, is back finally, and Bet Online is your top source, number one for all your sports betting needs throughout this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends, you name it, over at BetOnline. And again, that's BetOnline.ag, the website. As your continued source for all sports wagering information, by the way, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways, all throughout the year, you name it. First coach fired. Probably a good thing we don't bring this up with Tony is the guy who coached him to a championship. Doc Rivers, he's the favorite, the former Celtics head coach now with the Sixers at plus 350. Steve Nash, not a shock in Brooklyn, plus 450 right behind him. First player to score 50 in a game this season. Maybe it'll happen tonight. We'll see. Luka Doncic, plus 550 is the favorite. Jason Tatum, plus 900. Think about it. It could happen. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events. Bet NFL. NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, golf, baseball playoffs are happening right now. They're in the final four. There's a litany of things that you could bet on, and obviously we encourage that you get involved. Head to betonline.ag today. Join, receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code. It is CLNS50 to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. All right, let's get back to Tony. If you guys have any questions for Tony Allen, by all means, uh, drop them in on on YouTube, Twitter, and we'll we'll mix them in uh, some before we get out of here. Too, what are y'all but, seeing all these know. people? Oh, uh, so we, we can see. Yeah, you can't see it. Yeah, I see it. I see it. Yeah, no, he's 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 got some in here. Yeah, because you know, dating site apparently. Justin saying, get get Tony some fun questions. What's he been doing to spare time? Well, we talked about that a little bit. Hanging out with the kids, man. The kids run the show. It's called being retired, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you don't have to work anymore. You did all the hard work. That's just, This is the fruit of your labors at this point. This is what <laughs> Pretty, this much. All about. Pretty much. Some people get bored, though. May, like, he may be, you know, he, he may be wanting to do something more. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I've been, 
a lot of people tell me I should play Big Three, right? Yeah. But see, Would the that, thing is, is that interview? Yeah. Yeah, but see, the thing is, Big, big Three. Uh, I think I might have to be reinvent myself with Big Three. I don't want to be first team all defense. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. To, I want to go back to Oklahoma State. Tony Allen. Sure. Three. I want. And and I, and I got to train for that, so it's like yeah. So I'm gonna get to so it. That, you know, like but it, you bring that up though, and I think that's the uh, like a, a another friend of mine like who comes on this show from time to time, huge fan of yours as well. And and we've I can't tell you the number of conversations we have had about the fact that you did you know obviously you know earlier on in Boston when you had the injury you did yeah. reinvent yourself. Like you were, you know, sort of a, you know, a, a, a different player, more of a scoring emphasis. And then all of a sudden it's, it's, you know, capable of scoring obviously, but it's Tony Allen, the lockdown defender that just totally changed the course of your career. And I mean, I only, you can say obviously whether like looking back that, that, that was the right move. It seems like it was the right move because obviously it went incredibly well for you, but um yeah. But so, like, the, the reinventing would, of your career and yourself, like, you've done that. I would have to say you hit it right on the point. Like, once I told my ACL freak accident, I, I basically told myself, you know what, I'm going to take, it, like, my body all at once. Just in order for me to get through screens, in order to dab on the floor and, and, you know, and just be ready durable. So much to say. I need to take care of my body, and um, I watched Ticket come in there. You know, split squats, sumo squats. I'm like, yo, this dude take care of his legs back. He take care of his like his, his everything on his body. And it was like, and that's what I did. I'm like, okay, okay, now I can't jump as high. Well, I can jump. Never was no knockdown three-point shooter but I know one thing for sure two for certain one out working you know and um I think that was more so like uh we know Kobe you know who would you know get like 50 or 60 on you you know those type of you got to get ready for them calories and uh, I think that's what I've I, you know I definitely dedicated myself to and being because of guys like Kobe. Well, sort of to that end, I wonder this too, and and, I mean, you can speak to it, I can't, but as satisfying as it must feel to go out and have a big night offensively, right? Like drop 35, 40, 50 points, whatever it is, like that feels great, clearly, but man, it's got to be a whole different, almost better level of satisfaction when you're going out and you're shutting one of those guys down, preventing him from scoring and and helping your team win that way. Like, I just, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm kind of old school in a way compared to how the game is played largely now with, you know, offense garners all the attention, but like a solid defensive performance to me is just, it's so much fun to watch. I agree. Uh, and uh, a, a play that goes on offensively and knowing I know what a person could have done that uh, bucket from being a game winner. Um, but as far as getting the stop to, you know, um, just it not showing up on the stat sheet, but, but the GM see it, 
the other coaches see it. And that was my whole thing in playing. Like, what, what the maxed out, prolific guys really can't. And uh, alongside Paul Pierce, uh, I kind of think he used to amp me up the battery in my back to the point where he used to tell me every day, like, yo, you stick me. You stick me every day. Damn, it should be a free fall with these other guys. <laughs> like he used to actually tell me that. So I'm like, I'm like saying that one day, and and I just, just I just took that mentality of no one's gonna outwork me. I stick Paul Pierce every day. This man, Dan, nearly in, invented back, back, look cool. You know, he's been one of the top scores in his career, his whole career. All I'm thinking to myself, like. You're right. They average. <laughs> and that was, the thing, though, was is my, that was my thing. The okay, thing, though, with, like that's all mentality, though, right? Like you taking pride and being like, "No, that guy's not going to score me." Like that's just not nearly as fun, especially now when everybody's watching Steph shoot from 38 feet and score 50 a game. Like people see that, like that's fun. We want to do that instead. Like we don't. They don't understand that defense is really hard work, like super hard work. And if you get to the Tony yeah. Allen level of hard work, that's like knowing exactly where this guy's going to be at what specific time. I got to fight through three guys to get there. And then maybe if I get there in time, maybe he'll miss a shot. Like you have to be okay with with failing sometimes, right? You got to be okay with working mm-hmm. through a lot of the BS. Like it's just not nearly as fun. So my question, I guess, revolves more around, like, is, is defensive mentality something you're born with? Like, that's just, like, who you are as a person? Or is that something you think you can learn over time? Well, uh, mm, I have to say, is, um, but the way I grew up, like, I, I, I always had a point that didn't like getting scored on. And where I, where I grew up at, it's funny because we were just talking about my documentary made me think of this. Um, you know, at the, the Pro-Am, you know, all the best players that ever played in Chicago that went to the NBA, Michael Finley, Quinn Richardson, Darius Miles, Antoine Walker, you know, uh, Marion, everybody, you name them, they've been up to this Pro-Am. So, you playing the Pro-Am, right? They cleared out. It's like an isolation. Like when the game get tight down seven minutes, it's an isolation. You probably see a lot of this stuff in, in at the ruck. Ooh, once you get scored on, right? So we got that same type of environment in Chicago. And I, the program, like I always told myself, like I'm not about to let nobody clear it out, cross me over, and it just you get what I'm saying. So I, I think it kind of mm-hmm. started from back then. And I one year that I played. In high school, I could remember, like, I used to always hunt the guards that was, like, if you was better than me, averaging 30, 40 points or whatever you did at AAU, I see you won't have it. And that just been in me from that point. You get what I'm saying? To go at each level and try to master defense at each level, you know, you got to get your shouts out to Eddie Sutton thing, you know. Going with the opposite hand. Well, actually, he told me to go with the in- inside hand. I remixed it. I go through the passing lane with the same hand. You know, I wanna, I wanna tap. Another, I gotta get out to 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 to, to 
doc as well because doctor like hey you want to play you need to be doing what paul pierce and ray allen is not doing these boys ain't playing no, no defense <laughs> i said let me go <laughs> give me some rebounds <laughs> you see what i'm saying and just be, yeah just be a, a, a professional and, and team guy you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. help the team in whatever type of way and uh don't mean to be uh that's what I think. That's what I think Russell Westbrook need to do right now. You know, I'm a, you know what I'm saying. Getting his feet wet to be the guy that we all know him to be. I don't want time. See how that feel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. It works, man. For, but uh, but no, no, other than that, man, defense, defense is just why I made my living. It helps. Like I never had really had no offensive woes, but I would have I pretty much hunted my defense to be the offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting too, like you're you know, everything that you're talking about, you sort of you brought up Malcolm Brogdon before too, and, and such a good fit clearly with this team. But another guy that's you know, he's he's come in and after that, you know, mid season trade or or rather off season trade and he said, you know, could have gone to Toronto. He chose Boston. He felt the Celtics were that much closer to a championship. And this is a guy who, you know, he could have, whether it was stayed with Indiana or gone somewhere else, like he could have started. He could average 20 points a game. He could have, you know, continued on the course that that he's been on. He's, he's still, a, in the grand scheme of things, he's a young guy. He's not like a, you know, 35, 36, like a Blake Griffin, who's, you know, at the end and chasing a ring and just let me do my part. Like Malcolm Brogdon didn't have to be that guy yet at this stage of his career. He chose to be how, you know, he, he humbled himself in, in the, you know, in, in deference to winning obviously. And, and just how, I mean, how important is that as a, as a mentality, what you were just talking about to, to really fit and mesh and, 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 help get you to a championship to, as you put it, be willing to do the things that some of the other guys aren't doing and just filling your role and playing it to the best of your ability. Yeah. I with just seeing uh, your peer groups, you know, win championships, win, a, you know, get high praise. You get what I'm saying? And uh, mm-hmm. everyone knows uh, it's the finals. It's no other level of, Basketball, I believe, sees nothing, but I know that's the highest intensity of, that I've played, been a part of, and it and it, it goes down to pay att- paying attention to detail. You know, uh, high class organization, and you know, Boston t- showed me that the hotels we sleep in, uh, to our travels, you know, the nutritionist, weight room guy. You know, so many behind the scene things that come within want to be a part of, you know, what's going to be great and winning the championship. And I think what Malcolm did was organization. He saw those other guys, Jalen and Tatum. He got, he saw from those guys go, man. Uh, he saw those guys get in there and, um, you know, I want to win to do for the team. I mean, I remember it was, it was chatter about those guys couldn't play. With each other at one point, mm-hmm. yeah, you know for I mean? years, for, for years, and so now Malcolm been watching that. I'm sure he's like, "Yo, I, I, I could fit along with those guys." He play them. He play them what four times a year. He's me, and it, 
it was one of those situations. I believe me just talking. I, I don't know. I believe he just. I could be that backup too. I could be that backup defender when Mark is getting in foul trouble. You know what I'm saying? I could be that, that other mm-hmm. piece to fit into the puzzle. And uh, I'm glad we got him, man. <laughs> our guy your guy cedric maxwell he's out there watching along on uh on twitter by the way you want to shout out max at all oh big max what's man hey tell the boo ray for you gotta love max yeah he's my, he's my brother tony allen hanging out on celtics beat yeah, he's the best. We love Max. We're a big yeah. Max. We're a big Max podcast. Oh yeah, I Max comes like- on with us all the time too, which is great. Yeah, I did an interview on Max. Oh, I, I, I did an interview. He got me up. Really- <laughs> 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 Tony, you're well traveled, man. Are we gonna? Uh, I, one of my favorite things of your post career has been you doing studio st- stuff with Chris Vernon. Are we gonna have any more of that, or is that done? Because that's yeah. like some of the funniest. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm looking forward to. to- Jumping back on there in the beginning of this, uh, I just got to talk to the, you know, the people I need to talk to to get that in order, but yeah, next year. Yeah, Looking good. We need more, we just need more Tony Allen in our lives. That's all I'm saying. You know, we just need yeah. more. Oh, man. Hey, man, I'm available, man. I'm available, man. Whatever y'all want to have me. Real, for appreciate real. that no for sure and we'll we'll continue to reach out we're not done with you yet here let's let's keep talking right. about uh well, let's go. This, yeah, let's keep, keep talking about this team a little bit we talked about you know where they were last year where they are this year sort of the the culture all of it you think they're going to be back there in the finals everybody out there listening watching you know either agrees with you or hopes you're right and uh you know get banner 18 up there in the rafters just does the offseason turmoil, and, and I don't even mean the Brown trade rumors or even the Gallinari injury or Rob Williams situation right now. Obviously, I'm talking about the coaching situation where you you know, you know lose a guy in Ime Odoka suspended, but I, most people don't believe he's coming back. I don't believe he's coming back. You know, Obviously, with, with him, the success, the buy-in that he got from the players last year in getting to the NBA Finals, and now you have a, a new guy, a, a guy who's – the, the players seem to love, and he's been on the bench for a few years. He's not, like, brand new to the organization, but he's new to being a head coach. He's young. He's 34. You know, he's he's younger than guys like Al Horford. He's never, prior to that opening night win over the Sixers, he had never been a, a head coach above, you know, Division Two in Fairmont State. Is Does any of that matter, or is is, you know, is this team just such a – kind of well-oiled machine and and already has sort of an inherent belief in Joe Missoula from their previous relationships in his assistant coach role that everything is just going to transition seamlessly? Um, Yeah, obviously I want to say just how they bounced back, back first game, uh, pulled, pulled through together, um, being short a few guys and, you know, you know uh, to the finals. I just believe – that uh, this is the best, best time for them to in a time like that. And I think they they, they started off in a good start of doing that uh, because at the end of the day, it's a task that's still to be uh, – to get handled and get to the, the finals. But coach, uh, it's on autopilot. You know, that's the system pretty much laid down. Those guys uh, had great success in uh, and it's it's nothing for uh, with a guy who's known these players and 
watch these players grow. And uh, everyone, they know they first option from the second option to the third option, so forth. Um, I can go out there and coach <laughs> if you want to. Yeah, those guys, I mean, they, 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 they veterans now. I think this is the time now, though, going for Puffs, the big dog. I think this this is the time now where they need to elite. A lot, a lot of noise. You know, a lot, a lot of people could feel sorry for you. A lot of people, they not. This is the time for them to break up out of their shells. And, you know, this, this is our team. We need to be back there. And, hey, we make, we mean to make some noise. Not, not just for the self. If they want to get Banner 18. That's what I'm saying. It, it's it's, it's going to have to be sold. I know they've been playing well, but it's, a, it's definitely another level, as you can see when they lost in the fall. Yeah, that's what I believe about them guys. How how much does I mean you alluded to it sort of joking like well I'll step in I'll be the head coach but like truly like it's it's a debate people have who didn't play the game that that people have all the time you know the importance of a head coach because talent just you know more often than not you look at the history of champions in the NBA like it's it's the best players win the titles you know talent wins out in the NBA you know you got those stars they're going to carry you so you know and I I always go back to like when Luke Walton filled in for Steve Kerr the Warriors still went like 42 and three or whatever the hell the number was. So, and, and Good Luke Walton not had any success anywhere else. So how, you know, how important is a head coach? I'm, I'm going to tell you what head coach is coming in here. Cause it's been a lot of games. I ain't going to lie. I just saw a lot of games. Where coach said, run what? Yeah. Hold on. We're going to run this. It worked. <laughs> time, like, yeah, keep running that. Run that again. <laughs> You get what I, mean? I I just think that happened because every, every oh excuse me, everyone on the um on the roster we all knew the offense for four years or what two three years or what have you um when we lost in ten it was just like he had his own playbook he was out there like Tom Brady just he was on his arm like all right we gonna run this who got it going Paul you got it going okay now ticket you got it going. He was just going on his own. So I wouldn't say you don't, don't need him, but in times like out-of-bounds timeouts, you down two. Coaches need to have something real sweet and nifty for us to get a quick bucket. Um, coverage, coverages, you know, sometimes the pick and roll don't go as planned as in shooting around. Okay, we, instead of blitzing the pick and roll, we going to, we just going to show a look, show up a little, cover up the space and make them pass until it comes out of his hand. There's certain things that you do as a lot of people don't see. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a lot, lot of mistakes in game adjustments too that people hurt them. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say, uh, overshowing on the slip is there every time y'all overshow. The split is there every time y'all try to overshow. We getting the quick time to do that. As coaches, you got to make those on flat adjustments. Not the reporters will be right in your face after the game. So, so yeah, why didn't you uh, double MB? Was you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those type of things you gonna need that glove, and I believe that everybody needs that. Now, am I gonna be able to 
I don't got no out of bounds time out that I just know gonna work. So <laughs> let me stay out of coach. Stay out of coach. Yeah, but you can still be a defensive coach. You know, what I mean, there's there's still value in that. Thibodeau made his entire uh, entire like not career out of it, but he was the defensive coordinator, and now he's coaching the Knicks. He's, he's been hopping around. It's not like we can't find room for you yeah. somewhere. No, 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 no. Let's not get it. You, know, you don't want to get saying. back to that life. You don't want well, to do no, that. Who's my point though? Because everybody likes to talk about having former players on the bench, right? As as assistant coaches or head coaches, because they know what it takes. You know, they've been in the league before. They they know, you know, what your sleep schedule, eat schedule, I mean, all that stuff. They've been there, done that. How important is that to have, like, because, you know, Boston added Mighty Mouse you know, and Stoudemire to the bench. And, like, Adam and I as 90s basketball fans, like, we're super stoked about that just because it's nice to have them around the NBA again. But how much does that actually matter in your opinion? It, it's, a lot. It's, it's good to play for a coach that actually played the game, understand how you're about to see season it's good to, to you know know when we in toronto toronto or utah or some type of city like that we know we the, the, that night you get what i'm saying it, and it's just like a, a player who played it if we got a chance to stay an extra day in miami we might need to stay an extra day in miami win. you get what i'm saying and the coach Coach understand, like you see, what I'm saying, yeah, coach understand that, and it's just <laughs> that go on. You know what I mean? Um, um, depending on you got, got a better, because them young boys are exactly where to stay. Turn up. They, they now the young boys stay in Miami the next game and just be fine with it. But see, the veteran teams know how to get, get in there, how to get the win, and get up out of there. But the coach would know, I right, these type of cities. At the same, I don't, I don't want them to stay over in Miami. We gonna hurry up and yeah, we have, we have to play to choose the game before we get out of here. We going straight to Utah. Let's get these boys in Utah real fast. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hurry up and get dressed. The planes are already on the runway. I promise you. But see, the coach plan. He gonna some off the court stuff, but a few off the court uh, things. But man, man, coaches that actually. That they, they got that chance. Uh, well, I know Keith Nash. He not doing too well with that with that, that job. I know uh, some success. Ty Lue, you can't forget he won the championship. Yeah. You know, with Bron. I'm just saying, recent guys who just you know. Well, he, he was that on that list. See what he did. So you know, guys, guys, it's, it's, it's some. Guys out there, like I say, playing helps a lot. Playing helps a lot, I like to say. One of the, uh, you know, big stories in, in the last week anyway was that Grant Williams and the team weren't able to reach a, a an extension on his rookie contract, so he'll be an RFA and, and you know, not a big deal. Like, I, I really do believe that Boston wants him and will probably match him. But were, you know, were you surprised at all that, that Grant Williams elected to bet on himself and, and, you know, play through this year and, and obviously had a figure in mind, whatever that number was that he wasn't budging off of. No, no, you know, in the way today's game has been going, um, you know, uh, I, I think a great job in being a professional. I think he came out last game, you know, had a, he was solid, solid case, you know, uh, 
he he believed he probably want more. The team probably believed just because they got other things that you know they just need to let all play out. But it's it's, it's the NBA. Uh, hell, I think I, I played my fourth year all the way out. You know what I mean? And uh, you know that's that's some, some sometimes the cookie crumbles like that. The thing is now it's just staying staying positive, being professional. Uh, and um, healthy. That's all. It's it's no scary. Out, how scary you you've done it. How scary is that? It's like is every game like, like are you a mess? <laughs> like <laughs> No, listen, I'll tell you a funny story, right? So I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas working out. I think it was my I think it was uh wait a minute, you get your fourth year. How I go explain to me how I go, your third What's your third year, you're eligible for an extension, like because the early extension, and then the next year you get you can go to free agency, and but the team that has you can match you the the restricted free agency part there, right? Am I get that right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot how I went with my contract back then. All I can remember is I was out in in the summer working out with Joe, working out all, all the pros in in Vegas at this uh. Used to be an IMG. Y'all that name up. However, I had missed the workout with with Paul. I getting up at, at ten, but on this specific day, he wanted me to get up at seven. At like nine thirty, he in the full, full sweat. <laughs> so now, but I'm stretching. I'm going there and workout. So I'm about five ten minutes into the workout. All I is um. Paul saying, bro, they didn't we ain't get here at 7 in the morning. What's wrong with you? You supposed to be at 7 in the morning. Play. <laughs> you see, people ain't extend to you. You supposed to be here at 7 in the morning. <laughs> now, man, you, he's saying this around a whole bunch of other pros that's in the NBA. That's Mark Davis, Coutinho, all those guys. You know, he, he's saying this at a time that true. Like yo, they didn't pick up my option. They didn't. They didn't extend me, and they would wait till like October something, and then they pick it up. Or they extend. And I can just relate to to my my boy Williams. This gonna be the best time to be focused in. This is the best time to be focused in. Remember Paul telling me that, like yeah. that whole, I think next two weeks I got in the morning and made sure I didn't miss not one yeah, 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to compare it to, to my boy, so this this time is going to be more more time in the weight room. It's going to be more time paying attention to detail on who is my man. Now, what's the assignment? We don't need him to average this? Okay, I'm, I'm going to be able to defend him. I'm and make them get in foul trouble, and be a, and show the team every, every night in, night out that I am, I'm the guy. It ain't people got to look no past me, and that's gonna take a whole lot of mental toughness. Yeah. We'll see, man. We we'll see how I go, man. But big shout out to B, man. Bet on yourself, man. I, I don't blame, I'm not. That's just scary. I I can't imagine. Like you know, I just can't imagine having a huge chunk of my career earnings uh, riding on. 
me staying healthy for 82 games when, uh, you know, injuries happen whenever. Hold on. As it is, if we the best, we call ourselves the elites, the best in the world. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course I'm going to do that. No, I don't got no injuries. I ain't got ain't no screws or nothing in my right, right, right. ain't no and I, was, I wish I had some wood, knock on wood so one but I'm saying <laughs> feel, you, you yeah. feel like that when when you feel like that like Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I, I just like, come on man I I guess went, not a, I, it's if, a confidence thing man. If it wasn't gonna screw in my knee I probably still think I could play right now. Yeah. That's how much confidence you got to have, too. Not yeah, only mental right. toughness, you got to have confidence. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big boy league. Yeah. That's you got to be able to miss though. 10 times and know the 11th one's going in. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I don't have that kind of confidence about anything in my life, T.A. That's my problem. <laughs> Man, Tony, Tony and I are both 40 years old, born a couple weeks apart. He's talking about still playing in the NBA if he didn't have a screw in his knee, and I'm, like, grunting when I bend down to put my shoe on. <laughs> The hell oh, we I, I hate when it rain, man. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the reality. That's the that's the stuff that people don't talk about. The, right. the weather effect. Absolutely, too damn cold to walk the dog today. Any uh, any update on on um, the big fella, the, the other Williams? Uh, so the, the last Rob uh, update that we got was Brad actually was on the radio yesterday and said that their timeline hasn't changed, which means we're talking like, you know, late December, early January before he's back in basketball activities. You tell me, you know, come coming off a, you know, a, a knee procedure when they say eight to 12 weeks to return to basketball activities, how long until we should expect him actually back on the floor after that? My fancy cat. Back in the playoffs, and he played on that thing. It's kind of scary. He didn't win it because of that reason. Now let's remember this moment because him at some point too. Let's just remember he sacrificed. He sacrificed playing on that knee. Yeah. Remember that he Hopefully they take him. No matter how he. How you come back, but I'm hoping to take your time with that recovery. This, this is the league. I'm good. We talking about this because this, this is the league where, where where it's like you can chill. You hurt? Are you take your time? Relax. I came up in the era me when I used to get hurt. If guess they used to tell me when I used to get hurt, they said. That's why I used to ask you, do I need some cookies? Because <laughs> they think, think I was me. You get what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah, yeah. You'd be considered, you'd be, you'd be considered like a like a woman if you sitting out too long tough. for, yeah, for, for, for like a twisted ankle or something. I'm saying it's different now. You know what I'm oh, saying? So I'm, I'm, hoping, yeah. I'm hoping he take, take his time and, and come back and be a defensive player. Player of the year candidate up for one. If he get his game and his body in shape, I could see him averaging three, four blocks out defense for one mm -hmm. of them type of teams. I could see that. He definitely 
change games. And he said, he, he, like, he, he plays solid for a big man on mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah. No, no yeah. question. I mean, he may, at, during, uh, like, I, I remember it was, I think it was the, when they beat Miami and Ime after the game, I think like when they were just talking in the locker room was like, I think he pointed out Grant, not Grant, Rob, like right away. He goes, we gotta get up to Rob. He's playing through hell right now. You could tell like he wasn't the same guy, but like Ime right from the, I think the, the first thing he said when they was like, Hey, congratulations. You know, we're going to the NBA, whatever. He goes, we gotta give it up for Rob because he's playing through hell right now. And you could tell that he was hurt. I mean, he was really, not the same guy, but he, you know, it almost didn't even matter because he was just trying to leave it out there. Oh man! Hey, they, 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 they y'all reading comments? Yeah, yeah, I was looking at some of those. We're getting there, yeah. So they're skipping up what they said. No, no. It happened. Yeah, little, you know, hey, the the why the Wi Fi's it's it's it is what it is. It's, we we can hear you. You're, you're good. We're getting No, look that, and we're gonna get out of here because you've you've been with us for an hour, and we greatly appreciate your time. That comment from Nick that you're seeing in the chat, by the way, is our boss, and he's saying that you need a podcast. You know, so if if you're looking for something to do, and you know, we got a network here, man. We Cedric right. has, has has his podcast. If you want a podcast and you want a co- and, and, and and if you're Ooh. looking for a co-host, by the way, we can we can launch that that two two thousand eight you know two thousand seven oh eight revival I podcast. Or something, man. We'll, I'll 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 talk to your agent, man. We'll line that thing up. We'll we'll have a different former teammate of yours on talking Banner seventeen and and the years that came after. We'll do it every single week. It'll be a freaking blast. Yeah, they're real to come back. Yeah, so I, 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 I can understand that, man. I got, I got, a lot of, I got a whole lot of stories. Oh, it's, it's man, we need, I'm we need sure. to hear them, man. We need it. We need it. We need. Yeah, we'll do, we'll talk. We'll talk off air a little bit about this. See, see what kind of project we can put together. But Tony, we got, we got to bug you to come on with us again at some point because this really was a ton of fun. Do it, man. Whenever y'all can have me, man. Um, y'all know the albums that hit me up. We got to send TA a Blue Yeti microphone in the mail. We just that's gotta right. Yeah, him. we'll get him hooked up proper. Oh know? yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll. That's a, right. I'm, gotta work on that, man. Get it set up, man. Get no, you a soundproof studio. Easy. All, you, all you need is one of these things. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. All yeah, all it takes. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Well, man, I appreciate y'all having me. Man, uh, oh my god, it's been an honor. Normally, around this time, time I'm, I'm, I'm either trying to curse out my driver, find out where he at, <laughs> making sure. Like, so, y'all, I'm about to call him when we get off this phone. But, man, <laughs> and man, I really believe, I really believe the Celtics are going to be, uh, for like I said, with the addition of Malcolm, uh, Galinari getting healthy, and Big Fella getting healthy. They, they, they're they a little more determined. Uh, uh, like you say, B. Williams playing for contract, you know, still 3 and D mentality. Um, yeah. And I think, and I think I'm definitely want to get back to that, that promise land and do, get a duo in that championship. There's another banner up there, man. Absolutely. All right. We well, want to thank on, everybody. Hang on, before we go though, hang yeah, on. Yeah. If, we, if it's Memphis, Boston in the finals, what do you do, T.A.? 
Memphis. Oh, that's a good question. You probably ask that question first, man. Oh, that's a good your, your, number, your number's up there in the rafters in Memphis, isn't it? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. we plan on doing that next year too. But what I had to do is I'm going to have my wife jerseys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four right here and the nine right here. Yeah. yeah. She's going to make it one. Made a best man. That's it. Win. Yeah, you get the half and half. Tony wins regardless. No matter yeah. what happens, TA wins. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for having, I like that. having me, man. Much love, no, absolutely. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff we like to share with you. Shout out 47, by the way, for this hoodie. This is pretty sick. Thank you very much. And, uh, F, that was Tony. And uh, I'm Adam Kaufman. We'll catch you again soon. See you later. Thank you, everybody.